0: on the internet, Travis, Zach, and Alright, what up, y'all? It's been a minute. My ass has had to work. I've probably had four days off since uh, the end of April. And so we're finally here doing some new fucking reviews but before we down start talking this is the thing I like to do before we start doing uh, videos I asked all you guys on the speaker brains Facebook group told you guys what we were reviewing and tonight we're uh, we're doing the new Weezer, the new Dropkick Murphys, the new Garbage album, the new Beer Factory the new Poppy EP we're quite behind yeah we're doing a bunch of shit uh, and so it's going to be fun. So I asked y'all, and David, David says, Damn, I wish I could be there. Well, the poppy EP is badass. Loves that she, or love that she is still dropping the heavy stuff. And her cover of Jack Off Jill was really good. Yeah, her cover of Jack Off Jill was damn good. But it's not on the EP. Um, he says, uh, Red Fang's new album is a great doom album with slow, muddy tracks that just keep you in the groove. Nothing new with their sound, Red Fang just does Red Fang. Great. In my opinion, they don't have a bad album. Weezer is garbage <laughs> and not in the band way. Uh it's Beatles knockoff sound is just what it is.
1: Uh, is he would he be talking about the okay human album? I, I don't know, I know he
0: was he didn't like that one. Cause and this is completely different yeah this is one. this is like a journey knockoff <laughs> uh, anyway he says uh they need a generic too little too late they need to either retire or go back to their more 90s sound when they showed the talent we know they have oh damn he says uh and fear factory is awesome it sounds exactly like i wanted it to Nothing new, but nothing bad. They did what they have always done, and that is create an industrial metal album with uh, an awesome tale. Uh, and then a good buddy Frank Delvecchio uh, says, The new Danny Elfman album was a success in what he was trying to accomplish. Um, you can hear little touches uh, from every moment of his career blended into this newer sound he wanted to experiment with. Dance with the Lemurs is one of my favorite personal tracks, and i got to check out the new Poppy album. And then we have um, Dan Chase from Cut to the Chase podcast. He says, New Fear Factory and Poppy are dope. And then uh, our buddy Dylan Northrup says, Out of the bands on the list, I'm a Weezer fan, uh, but haven't bought an album from them in a while. I'll be interesting, <laughs> I'll be interesting to find out what you guys think of it. So that's what you guys said. Um, if you want to join the fun, uh, hit up the Speaker Brains Facebook group, and the only rule is don't be a dick. Uh, we just post our videos and our songs there, uh, people post music memes, it's mostly music centric, but you know some people post other things as well, but it's mostly music centric, music news. Music memes and all that bullshit Uh, and if you want to meet other people with You know Different tastes in music, hit it up Uh, but tonight, the first uh, album we're talking about, the new one, is Van Weezer Uh, which Wasn't this supposed to come out before The one that came out earlier this year? Yeah, that
1: one was kind of a ghost release They announced it and then a few days later or something like that, it came out Oh yeah? that was in January uh, this was, Van Weezer was supposed to come out last summer, but, you know, pandemic happened. Yeah. And they they uh, shelved it for a year. But they said they had OK Human finished before. Yeah. But they didn't release it because they were just about to go on tour with Green Day and Fallout Boy, and they couldn't, they didn't feel like, well, this was supposed to be a big rock show. We can't really play OK Human. We can't human. Do our, yeah, I get it. <laughs> we, <can't, laughs> we can't play OK Human, so let's um, get in the studio and just record, like, some bangers. a love song, a love album to guitar rock. Like, there's a lot of Van Halen, it's in the name, but there's a lot of Van Halen
0: riffs. Yeah, I need to pull up this track listing, because um, neither of us have the album here. I got it at the house, though.
1: But just like all other Weezer albums, it's only 10 songs, and it's like 31 minutes long. It's over before you know it.
0: Well, goddamn, the vinyl version has two bonus tracks. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, Now they're putting
1: that, like, the bonus tracks on vinyl instead of giving it to Apple.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like, uh, download the...
0: The digital deluxe.
1: <laughs> the non-existent version and get five extra tracks. Now it's like... Because you can fit it anywhere.
0: Get the vinyl version That You know it's so funny is how reverse things are right now. Uh, yeah, 8 tracks come back. Yeah, not to move away from talking about Weezer, but this is bringing up a good idea, or, or, or a good uh, topic. topic, because, for instance, the bonus tracks for this are on vinyl. There's been a, a Good chunk of albums that have done that in the past few years. Back when CDs were first coming out, especially in the '80s, there would be extra tracks on the CD. Or you'd get
1: two albums on a CD. Yeah, yeah,
0: there'd be extra tracks on on like say a band did a new album, there'd be extra tracks on the CD because number one, you can fit more on a CD. And, but that was also like there to be like, hey, buy the CD version, yeah. you get you get more tracks. So it's like they're doing and that by the opposite. remastered version. You get
1: twenty extra tracks.
0: Yeah, and uh, <coughs> for for and, and another thing is now it's all about the different vinyl versions. I'm, I'm getting a little old with that. With the, yeah. oh man, there's so many different versions of the of the new album on vinyl. Uh, yeah, like
1: album. Between the buried me did recently. It was yeah, like too many
0: 20, twenty different versions. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. And, I mean, Rob Zombie did it. <laughs> uh, you know, everyone's there. Marilyn Manson did it. So many different <laughs> pressings. So many different it. marbled splatters. So it's all cool. Yeah, it's all cool. But cool. I'm not dropping that kind of money on all that stuff. Uh-huh. Right? But what, what's annoying me too is uh, like the new Poppy EP, for instance. I believe there's a 12 inch for it uh like they did a 12 inch for the last EP did it come with a download uh, mine did yeah cause I got the download for it um I hate that though Right but they they also do cassettes so I, I pre-ordered the new Poppy EP on cassette Why the fuck not do it on CD Like I get the idea they're saving money Right but the thing is is like I I would assume it would cost more well I guess you're 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 charging more for your Twelve inch of five fucking tracks, you know. Uh, but I don't know. It I think me it just would cost. Bit. I think it costs more to make vinyl. Damn sure does. So, I mean that's why yeah. it's more expensive. Yeah. But then they put more money into it because motherfuckers they got to do the different style pressings and shit, picture discs, all the different colors and stuff. For I don't it. have a picture disc. I heard they don't sound good, but yeah, my of felt sounds good. Yeah. I, mean, I just don't like how they mostly know. come in a plastic yeah a cheap sleeve. plastic sleeve. Yeah, that's the, the only hip. reason I got that one was because it came in a normal fucking like double gatefold. Yeah. Uh, but, but let me know what you kind of think about this Van Weezer. Yeah. So the Van Weezer, uh, I enjoy
1: enjoyed. Those, by, not to cut you off, but some of those songs were in the Bill and Ted movie. I think one of them was the, like, final song they played <laughs> in, wow. in that one. Uh, I
0: think it was Beginning of the End is the song I'm thinking of. I think of that, that song, I liked, uh... I, for the most part, I like this album. There's not many tracks only that, uh... It, it just moves by quick. That's the best yeah, thing about yeah. it, is nothing... And they're all just pretty much bangers. Yeah, nothing hits four minutes and not many even hit the three minute mark I mean the longest track is hero at the beginning I like hero and hero hero has a lot of cool epic moments that's a, that's yeah. the one thing I do like about this album is, is that the one that starts out I can't even really oh, I think so and then
1: it has that van Halen thing
0: Maybe so, little guitar part. But I like that they on this album make a lot of the sounds. I mean, a lot of the songs sound really big with yeah, very little. Uh, and like I said, I get big Journey vibes to a lot of the songs. Uh, just not maybe even just Journey, but who does motor Who does motor in? Sister Christian. Yes, that that song. Sister Christian, I get vibes from like that What's kind of rock. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't sound like those bands, yeah, but there are on my own. Yeah, you know stuff like kinda that. Kind of like hair big hair metal kind of like, glammy sorta uh, yeah. More anthem kind of song. Yeah, yeah, I get those vibes big time, like especially on like the journey side of things. Um and, I mean, I think, to me, probably the weakest song is the last song. It definitely is. Uh, I could do it without yeah. it, because it doesn't
1: even fit. Yeah, everything, everything else is big, big guitar songs, and, and, yeah. And like, that's very slow, kind of nothing. Yeah, it's just kind of, eh. Uh, but that's, like, pretty much the only gripe I would have to say with it, because at this point, like, I, I know he's not the best lyric writer. No. Because... When, he's, when that songs start And they're like this big boom booming kinda 80's guitar homage And then he's singing about Being an outcast And wanting to be Invisible or whatever And his feelings And shit you would sing about in high school It doesn't really mesh well Yeah it's like dude you're almost like 50 I assume Yeah yeah But you know what Even if he can't Right past that mindset. I give them mad props, mad respect, that they can still put out shit. That's good. You know. Yeah, The
0: thing is like, I've never been too big on the Weezer bandwagon. And for I'm not years, either, I but care. I still have them. Uh, but, I mean, I don't hate them. i probably said a lot of things several years ago on this channel. Yeah, I've probably, yeah, probably said that several times. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, I remember we hated on the White album. On, yeah, it, but it for out. some
1: reason, everyone's saying that one's
0: really fucking good. Yeah, and that's the last, I think that is, was that the last time we talked about Weezer, or did we do the retrospective after that? We did the retro with that, I think. With that? I think. I can't even remember dude. It's been so but many years. There's been like four albums since then? Four five, five maybe six albums since then. And I'm not gonna lie, they're a pretty prolific band, man. They're drunk as shit
1: a lot. Very consistent.
0: And uh, you know, and the funny the fun thing about Weezer is that when we were kids, I remember Buddy Holly and then they went away. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know nothing about Pinkerton and to me my next introduction to Weezer was when Hashpipe came out. Yeah,
1: we thought that was like their We thought comeback. that was the
0: follow up. Yeah. We, um, we really did. Had no idea uh, about Pinkerton until a couple of years after that. And but it was crazy to me. We were kids, Buddy Holly, nothing. And then Hashpipe Explode. exploded. Yeah. They blew the fuck up and were everywhere. And then everywhere we didn't hear anything a... about
1: the album that came after. And then it was fucking Beverly Hills, yeah, fucking everywhere. Hills, man. And at that point, I was like, "All right, I don't care. This song is
0: fucking dumb." Yeah, I just never paid too much attention. The most Weezer I ever listened to is when we did that retro. And I don't even remember what I said on that episode. You it know, so long ago, five years ago. Yeah, man. so you guys could probably even go back to that and be like, damn, dude, this dude's just talking all this shit about Weezer, man. What the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. But now you're you're, you're liking them? I'm like, yeah, they're all right. They're yeah, cool. They're, they're fine. Uh, uh, you know, but, I mean, shit, shit. that's the fun thing about this channel is we've been doing it almost ten years, is watching, uh, our musical taste change. What yeah. up, Josh? Josh is finally here, y'all. Oh, um... We're talking about that new Weezer. Have you heard the new Weezer oh, yet?
2: Crap, I don't like it. <laughs> I was gonna say garbage, hate it. Weezer, hate it. I like poppy. Cool. Damn, you hated the garbage. I like guess like Weezer. You that hate. sounds like a bunch of whiny feminazi bullshit. Now oh, oh, the man came again and fucking sucked me in. Man, oh fucks, all it is. It's fucking, it's fucking
0: woke bullshit. The Weezer is no man, garbage. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, oh. I thought I, you liked the Weezer. Man, I love so the I garbage. The Weezer's okay. We'll get to the garbage. I can't wait. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the fun thing about this channel—we've been doing it like ten years—and going back and and hearing some of the shit we've talked about stuff that we wound up liking later on. Yeah, I remember you know? hating on that last <laughs>
1: offspring album, the one that came out before. The yeah, album. right. The hating on that. But days now I'm like, by. You know, maybe I was just a little harsh. One of the first times I actually had to have a voice uh, on the show or doing this all. kind of thing, you know. Yeah. So I guess that was what made me... Played up the hate a little more, yeah. just because... That, that kind of persona was cool on the internet, but I don't want to be that guy anymore. Yeah, I can't just be that fucking something for the sake of being yeah, angry at something. So it's 2011. kind of lame. It's <laughs> uh, like, enjoy what you do. Don't get on, don't hate people for what
0: they like. Yeah, right, for real, for hey, real. come on. Because like, like I say, man, it, it, anything you don't like is harmless. Because there are artists... Like, with me, yeah. there are artists I absolutely love that have put out straight dog shit. Well, yeah. So, I you know, I would rather be, uh, you know, I'd rather talk shit about a band I love than talk shit about a band I've never... Don't even give a fuck about it. Yeah, yeah, like, you're not educated on that. Exactly. I, I Like, I'm going
1: to talk shit about Five Finger Death Punch because it's cool. Yeah, exactly. Do you know anything about Five Finger Death Punch? I don't know a thing other about than them their except for they're not line, Other than the punchline they get, that all they do is cover songs and they're bro metal. Yeah, that's all I know. Like, is that's what all the, I know. Is the the, the hair say, basically. bullshit. basically. That could be a, a topic one day where we just do... We go over all their cover songs?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Because I've heard almost.
0: quite a few and don't Dude, like it. Blue on black, white. Awful. And <laughs> then it's like, Kenny, fuck, why did you join them and fuck yeah. up your own sh- own song, man? <laughs> and that Osprey cover. Oh. Mm. No, no, I don't like a single cover I've heard them do. But give, me, uh, give, give us some thoughts on uh, Weezer real quick, Josh. Yeah. Does I... It sounds like 80s rock. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds like some Journey, like we were just talking about that. It just sounds a lot like some Journey stuff. I like how fun it is,
1: though. Yeah, yeah. Because it's very, it's not, you know how like you listen to an Andrew W.K. album, (laughs) and it's just fun? Yeah. You know, that's that's the kind of feeling I get from the new Weezer album. Right on. It's not something that I'm going to listen to all the time, but I'm always going to go back to it, turn it on, and be like... That was a fun time.
0: Yeah, and then be like, damn, it's still making me feel as good now as it did back then. Because, like I'm going to say with the Dropkick Murphys, it came at the right fucking time. Yeah.
1: It came Mm. at the right time. I need, at that moment, I need an uplifting kind of music, you know. Totally feel you. I don't need something that's
0: a little lame. Not lame, but... I don't need something that's going to be depressing. Well, what's crazy is, like, that was the opposite for me, like, with that Amigo the Devil that drums. Yeah, that told oh you can't. Like that it came out depressing. for me, man, because it's like, damn, it gets so depressing, it gets so... But it, there's it, it is so depressing and dark, but there's glimmers of hope, and there's bits of humor, but instead of the music and lyrics making me feel depressed, they make me feel good. Like... It, it's weird how uh, those dark ass depressing songs.
1: Is it like Butters when he was emo and they were like, or when he was crying, they said you should join us and be emo. Well, I don't want to be a fat gothy kid. I'm I'm crying because I'm
0: sad. That makes me feel good. Well, I, don't, I didn't think about that, but I'm like, it gives me this opposite effect of what most people would say that dark depressing songs do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it made me. But kind of on the lines where it's like it makes me feel alive. Yeah, I guess. Yeah.
1: What is that? What is does, uh, what... Is that um, a book? What book is that? Where? Behind the Owl.
0: Behind the Owl. The, oh, that's the, uh, the Phil Spector ah. tearing down the wall of sound, uh, biography. Uh, but, yeah, um, it is a fun album. I don't... I'm probably never gonna listen to it again, you know, uh... Unless I find it at a pawn shop or something.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Because this was, like, when it came out, man, it was
1: blowing up in that CD group. Yeah, it was. A lot of people hey, were buying it. getting that.
0: So, I mean, I guess, what would you guys rate the new Weezer? I'd give it a 7. Yeah, I'd give yeah. it a 7, too. Josh, a 7? Mm-hmm. Right on. So, 7's across the board. What did you guys think about this new Weezer? Uh, the, uh, some of y'all might even be bigger fans. Okay. Oh, um. But uh, we'll be back. I'm gonna take a cigarette break, and we'll be back with. Uh, we don't know which album yet. Do dropkick. Do dropkick next. Yeah, uh, we forgot to mention a thing on the on this Weezer and. Yeah, I said, could not I said, you let you know go. I, when when I, I listened to the album. Um, while I was
1: sitting in the parking lot waiting to get inside of work, when it came out, and I think it's like.
0: Blue Dream. Blue Dream. Yeah,
1: it's like track four or five, or five or six or something like that, and it comes on and I hear very, very familiar
0: riff. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then it goes into the song and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, damn, they're gonna cover fucking Crazy Train. And then he
1: starts singing. I'm like,
0: oh god. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? What the fuck? Probably. All right. If we think the weakest song on the album is uh, Precious Metal Girl. That's probably the most brick wall jarring ass track, especially the first time you hear it, because you're like, "Whoa, they're gonna fucking yeah, man, they're gonna cover Crazy Train, and they're making it sound cool as hell, you know?" Well, they did that cover album, mm-hmm. that that
1: cover album a couple years ago, and it's actually not bad.
0: They do a lot of
1: covers on there I wouldn't expect them to do.
0: Yeah, and, they got uh,
1: they do uh, Paranoid on there, and actually not bad. It's, I don't know who's singing it because it don't sound
0: like Rivers. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was so that's a little bit of a weird song. Like you're gonna, you're gonna take the Crazy Train music and just write new lyrics to yeah, it. I,
2: and
0: I don't know. I don't know if I like that one all that much. Uh, I don't, but I, I give I, it props fine. for
1: experimentation. Yeah, it's fine. It's just the first time you're hearing it, you're not expecting it. You're like, yeah, I like yeah, it. you're like at first you're like okay. yeah this is
0: gonna be cool and then oh no it's not. But yeah, no, I, I wouldn't, wasn't
1: even thinking it was cool. I was like, "Why are you doing Crazy Train? Like, if you're gonna do that, just do a whole guitar rock covers album, you know? Like, put to me, cover songs need to be on the very last track of an album because, like, that or second disc. Yeah, like that fucking white Rob Zombie that came out that had American Band on it. Yeah, that Threw just the totally whole vibe thro- off. It throws off the flow. Threw the vibe when the you whole give me WWE entrance music version of American Band, when the rest of the album was fucking cool Rob Zombie shit. <coughs> yeah,
0: like, first time ever I I actually can skip a song on a Rob Zombie album. That's, no, that's your get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah, you get up and go to the bathroom track. And what if you're wearing he-
1: headphones?
0: You shake it out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's something we forgot to mention. Uh, so yeah, we'll be back with the Dropkick Murphys. Alright, y'all, we're back and we're talking about the new Dropkick Murphys album, Turn Up That Dial, dropped back in, what, end of April? What's
1: end of it? April, yeah.
0: End of April. Uh,
1: and in true style, they got 11
0: songs. They never
1: really go over, maybe once or twice they went to like 14 or 15. Probably, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But for the most part, it's always. They kind of found that sweet spot. Yeah, cuz if it had if if this and the last few albums had any more than that, it would have been a little dragging. I kind of like a straight up punk album that only goes up to about 30 minutes. Yeah. Cuz like that's my biggest problem with Rancid. I don't need
0: 35 songs <laughs> on a new release every 5 years, man. I'm cool with 35 tracks on a on a punk album. Uh, if they're all good. If, well, if they're all like a minute. Or like, like a Dead Kennedys album. Or, they are like kind of Rain's mostly album. like a minute, but then yeah. they will have
1: their songs, they're like five minutes. So it's like, when you give me 35 is an exaggeration, I mean, the last one had maybe 19 or 18 yeah, tracks. Like it's that. still too much. I remember being
0: like, oh man, I'm getting a, a little bored. Yeah, yeah, but... Yeah, the Dropkick Murphys have found that sweet spot Where, you know, they None of their albums really wear out their welcome And uh, they just they found their formula Over the years And they've really just stuck to it What's fun to me
1: about this album is It's kind of like an ACDC album You can take any of these songs without knowing that it came from this and think it came from <laughs> a fucking album they did ten years ago. they're like the A C D C of uh, the Irish punk. Yeah, because like there's a there's a lot of songs, especially the beginning of them. Dee
2: every song Dee Dee <laughs> That's why I don't like these guys. I actually like Floggy Molly. I like Floggy Drop Molly. Drop a kick burphy, it's like... that's every Fucking song, and the slow one still is like, ding, ding, That's the slow version of it.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry.
2: Even the swimming pool, I had to tune out. Like, oh, it's am so boring. It's just the same thing over. dee dee dee. I like Happy Birthday,
0: motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Like they're like ball. Every
2: song is completely different from the previous, and all some kind of weird one. And then they had the classic Irish jigs, but. That's all. Dropkick drop, Murphys is it's jigs, jigs. That's, that's, you're, you're right. It's punk, but goddamn it, how many times can you hear the same two
0: fucking Ramon like songs like over, over and over? Dropkick Murphys <laughs> is they really have the anthem and sing along. Yeah, the one that makes down. you want
1: to grab your buddies.
0: Yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. Like they're so good at like with Lee Boy on here. Lee Boy, Lee. Boy, yeah. he's our guy did you, know? you watch the story about that one um uh what lee boy uh no i did not watch a story about they
1: uh
0: i like how they drop spicy mc name yeah that's yeah it. that's
1: lee boy is about their new bagpipe player, yeah. and he don't we, wear kilts he wears slacks when he when he uh recorded his part there were no uh vocals for it yet they were keeping it secret because his name is Lee Boy. They didn't want him to know about it. And when the single came out, they uh, shot his reaction. It's on, like, YouTube or something. Oh, damn. He's, he's, so that's kinda, what that's about. He's kind of tearing up, like, uh. oh, man. They're, they're, I, I knew there was something up, because they wouldn't let me hear it. Mm.
0: That's cool. I thought they were
1: talking about
2: some soccer player.
0: I <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, mean, play, there's they're they're could, no yeah. fucking,
2: i like, who the fuck is this? Who it well I first had to hear a couple of times cuz like what are you saying Leroy <laughs> Lee boy what L W E B-O-Y. Lee, Lee B-O-Y Lee boy, Lee boy, he's our guy I was so tuned out The first time he I thought He spelled Hellboy I just heard Lee double L I'm like Hell- Hellboy Why are <laughs> they spelling <like> hellboy? <laughs> hellboy? Hellboy,
0: Hellboy <laughs> He's our guy I see, like middle finger And then I
2: thought It was like about a soccer player I like Well, they're Irish You know They all love fucking Their football <laughs> I
1: can and, never
0: keep My middle finger yeah, Coming up I love yeah. that Middle finger <laughs> I love um, I could never keep I could never keep yeah, it's I could never blues. keep that cool thing, ding, ding, right. ding, <laughs> I love it, man. It all sounds like, man, it's shit that you could, uh, you could play in a fucking stadium mm-hmm. for for sports ball, mm-hmm. uh, or mostly baseball. They love buddies. baseball. Yeah, they're massive. Uh, uh, what is it? Is it the Sox? Red Sox. Red Sox. Boston Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, you know, you got to rep your hometown. Yeah. Uh, but like, there, what's so great about their anthem tracks is. It can be played at a, a sports uh, event. It can be played in a bar setting. No, it can be played anywhere where their
2: alcohol is present.
0: Yeah, always. Well, yeah, yeah. has got to be, alcohol. All be the, alcohol. They're
2: the only ones that can sit there and listen to it for hours on end because <laughs> after a while you're going to start beating the shit out of each other.
0: Drunken bar fights. Yeah, no, I'm right? that, that, no, surprised they that, that haven't had a song excited. about that. Drunken bar fights? Oh, or they, 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 they've had, had songs. They've had to. I can't think of any at the moment, but I'm sure. I mean well there's the there's the on the last album there's the there's the fight uh at the uh at the funeral home Oh, yeah uh, there's one on uh, There's the
1: the song on that album uh Warriors First Code Class a Loser song about something like that too. First Class yeah, Loser Yeah first, uh, first Class Loser. I listened Loser. to that a couple of weeks ago and I'm like Max
0: uh, dude we know so many people that First Class Loser is about uh I've worked with a couple we were friends with a handful uh, but yeah, man, Middle Finger, I oh, love the tall. shit out of it. Huh? A oh, little too tall. Yeah, little oh, too tall, definitely. Um, little Finger? Yeah, Middle Finger, love the shit out of Middle Finger. Um, Queen of Suffolk County? Queen of Suffolk County, I like a lot too, because it's, it's got that. To me, it's da,
1: fine, da, 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 but it's like it's kind of a like beachy vibe. It's the first one on the album that kind of slowed it down for me. But the next one, Mick Jones, Nick My
0: pudding, Love it! Oh my god. Love it. Love that. <laughs> I remember, When this album was was supposed to come out last year, uh, they dropped the little music video for that. Have you seen it? It was a cartoon, and uh, they're all hanging out, and fucking, like, they're chasing after Mick uh, Mick Jones because he fucking (laughs) took their goddamn pudding. You know where that story comes from? Yeah, I do know that story. uh, Because the
2: producer they worked with... They had to eat their meat to get
0: their pudding. uh, The the producer they worked with, I believe, uh, fucking was like Mick Jones was recording in in the same... Uh, studio building, and the dude had pudding in the fridge, and Mick Jones straight up stole the shit.
1: That was uh... The so was s- it? Was it, it
0: uh, Ken Ken Casey?
1: It was the singer from uh, Flog and Molly. Okay, that was his pudding. Okay, that was the one telling was. the story. Okay, because he said he saw Nick, Mick Jones eating his pudding and it had his name on. it, He goes, "I, hey, that's my pudding." <laughs> He told that story to uh, Ken Casey, and he said, "Well, that's not. That's probably not how he said it because he, this motherfucker won't even curse or have a bad thing to say about nobody. He didn't say it like that." So he went. Everyone else went to lunch. He stayed at the studio and wrote that yeah, song. I wrote a song.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, I love that. But yeah, that's a fun one. That is a really fun and one. And Happy Birthday, motherfucker! Happy Birthday, motherfucker is really good because it starts off. Uh, Nice, it's like, yeah. yeah, it's your birthday, give them a beer, give them a cheer, but then right after that, it's, nah, fuck you, Yeah. you're a selfish goddamn <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I mean, what is it, you're 30-something you're, you're like, years old, celebrating yeah, your birthday? 30,000 others in not important today or something like that. It's your birthday and like a million other yeah. important people on the same it's day. It's a birthday, not a week. Yeah, it's just telling yeah. you, look, it's just telling you, look, man. Don't throw yourself a birthday party, Yeah. It's, it's weird, you know we do we do parties around our birthdays, but i I never call it a birthday party. I just want people over I like to entertain uh, good as gold, yeah you're good as gold, you're right as rain that's <laughs> another
1: one. <laughs> Uh, uh, it gets a little
0: tired after a while. Smash <laughs> <laughs> shit up is one I don't really remember much from. Weirdly enough, me too. Um, but that's also because it came out like January of last year, man. It came out so early last year. Like this album was supposed to drop last fucking year,
1: but then um, COVID. Uh, I'm
0: saying the songs. I'm going by this. This album came out in April, dude. Yeah, but I'm talking about the song oh. Smash It Out was dropped last yeah. year. Like, okay. See, so I, I, did, really hey, I didn't listen to any of those songs. Cuz I, I thought along with was, other a lot of That bands album did was down. supposed to come out
2: last year. A lot of shit was supposed to release last year and they just decided to hold it off. Uh Chosen Few?
1: Is that the one with na, 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 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Na, 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 Sorry, na, na, Chosen Few is great. That's a that's is a there, good Is there a Trump bashing song? That's a
0: good uh well, it's cool cuz it's not even really a Trump bashing song. It's a all assholes, you know, Yeah. we're making America look fucking stupid, shut the fuck up, Yeah. you know? But he distinctly says four years. Yeah, he does that. Four I mean, that's obviously got to yeah. be in there. That's yeah. got to be in there, but, you know, it's not just about Trump. It's about everybody, like... It's not just pointing the finger at one person. It's like saying everybody who's acting fucking Which stupid. Which was the one that was like, Drop the record,
1: spin the needle around. Drop the needle, spin the record around.
0: Uh, oh, that? Is that is that uh, on Turn Up the Dial, the first or, track? Or is that Get Gold? No, that's Turn Up the Dial. I think it might be on Turn Up the Dial. I don't know. No, because that was more... See, of- this is, uh, another thing about Dropkick Murphys you're gonna be mixing shit up <laughs> yeah
1: because you can sing almost every song over the one other <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: and that brings us to city by the Sea City by the Sea I like a lot too uh, it's about you know just retiring man yeah. Boston going back to Boston Go to Boston 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 don't they live there though uh yeah i believe they all live <laughs> in or around <laughs> there <laughs> yeah, yeah it's about an irish girl. punk band of course it's in boston <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah seriously um but yeah it just feels like it's about retiring man mm-hmm. and just like you're getting old and being like shit i think it's time you know i've been around the world uh well i mean they're in their like 50s or
1: 60s right now or mid fifties, yeah, they're old. Yeah. How many more records do you need to come out with? You know, well, ACDC dropped one yeah, only too, too long ago. Jones. I mean, Ozzy. All right. For I say. mean, seriously.
0: Um, but Ozzy's addicted to it. You know. I think they're all addicted to yeah, it. Yeah, that really, is true. You know, I mean, it is true. But it's about retiring and longing. But at the same time, he's basically saying, "I wish I could do this stuff, but mm-hmm. I am, like you said, addicted." Yeah, that's okay, this, uh, okay lifestyle. And then that brings us to Wish You Were Here. Yeah, Wish You Were Here is a really nice uh Man, sad that track. was what I
1: needed. Sad track. I'm not going to go into details here. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, but when in, when I heard it, it was exactly what I needed. Exactly they, what I needed. They're, they're really
0: good at making sad fucking ballads. Anyway. Yeah, like, yeah. There's a lot the of them. Fucking Rose Tattoo made uh, me cry yeah. when Yoda passed. What's the one uh on Warriors Code? Uh I believe it's on Warriors Code, the uh Did they sound the death mulch Just they lowered you down Yeah Hello, Willie McBride Uh talking about some guys So and so war. Um May I lie here by your graveside Um the jingle,
1: jangle, the old triangle. I don't think that's oh right. God. That's a... <laughs> do, 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 do. That was an uplift, an uppy.
0: Where is it? Because I'll know it if I see... Where are my Ds? Uh. Dude, I can just pull it up. So, it's right here. Mm. Warriors is Kind of Like green fields of something. Uh. I know they got Forever. Yeah, Green Fields of uh, France. Um, yeah, forever. Another. another they, they they just got really good ass
1: sad soft ballads. So, what would you rate this album?
0: This one, you know what the thing is is, <clears throat> yeah, all the songs sound the same, and I will always admit that. But there are some bands. Most Irish. A lot bands of Irish punk bands. like that. It's all about that. That pub feel, man. They're not Irish.
1: Well, that's about the only thing you can make Irish is that 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 they're sound. From, they might be Irish descent, but they're from America.
0: Yeah, but they're Irish. <laughs> they're still Irish. Um, but the thing is, is like all these bands, uh, they they're taken from their roots <sighs> yeah,
1: and yeah, souping yeah, it
0: yeah. up. And but okay, with
1: my the, one my one problem with the album. Sorry, everything is the, is mixed at the same level. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, I don't understand what you're talking about. You you don't hear it, but
1: I'm trying to, like, when everything comes in, you know where they're building up and then everything's there, there's not like a moment where you can just tune out the guitar or bass to hear the bagpipes and the flutes and shit. Everything is up to the same level to where nothing stands out. It's like flat. Does that make sense? It's kind of like the same sound that the last Baroness had. Everything was just flat.
0: Just at the same... Yeah, everything was maxed,
1: or mixed, at the same level. What were you listening to it
0: on? I was listening to it on my computer stereo. See, that's what I wanted, because to me it sounds good in my car, and it sounds good on the stereo in here, but I have no idea. I mean, well, I, you know what I mean. I know what you mean because levels. there are albums that I've heard where the album was mastered at everything was at the exact no same level sort of nuance. Yeah, yeah and it and was the thing. drums
1: and the vocals and the guitar and flutes and all at five and bass.
0: or nothing. Yeah, everything's at
1: the same damn level. It's Metallica. No, because they'll turn the bass all the way down. <laughs> no, I'm talking more like Death Magnetic where they just want all. The, just oh God, <laughs> like, you got to thank Rick. Let me ruben just ruben say that soundboard. <laughs> That's Rick. That's all he did. But, yeah, go ahead with your thing, I cut you off with uh, But yeah, uh,
0: the <laughs> uh, thing is, is there are, there are bands that I get bored with when it's the same album over and over. This definitely qualifies, like I've said before, on, on many other reviews, this is same shit, different album. Same shit, different album. But there are bands that I give a pass to. Dropkick Murphys, Cradle of Filth, KMFDM.
1: Definitely um, KMFDM. <laughs> oh my god.
0: You know, there are, there yeah, are, there's a the handful email. of bands back, where I'm like, I know what I want, and you fucking gave it to me. And it. you know what you're going to get. Yeah, and you know it's never going to be subpar. They're not giving me the same album over and over again, but they're phoning it in. Like To me, there's no phoned they're in, They're not going to do something
1: drastic or something more experimental
0: to it's drastically just their change sound. the sound yeah it's just and their sound they're not but then there are other bands where i get bored with that and i'm like you need to fucking do something yeah well um, because other bands will take it too far too far they either
2: they'll constantly keep doing this other thing like we want to hear Nah, corn Um
0: we're, we're, we're taking corn right <laughs> Uh, but, so with Dropkick Murphys is a band that I give a pass for giving me the same out because that's what I want. I want badass pub sing-along tracks. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. Fast songs. I want good-feeling songs. I want a sad song or two. Uh, I want bagpipes and flutes and, you know, just a good fucking time. It feels like hanging out with your buddies. It feels like a barbecue. It, you know, uh, it is... Uh, that's what I come to Dropkick Mur- Murphys for, is just to feel, it feels, include very, there's an inclusive, uh, feel to Dropkick Murphys, mm. like, it's all, yeah, come mm-hmm. on, no, the I, games I mean, all here. Like, yeah, like,
1: that one album, the, uh, Signed and Sealed in Blood, the artwork or the in- inner liner notes was all fan tattoos Yeah, fan and tattoos, shit. Like that's they, cool as hell. They that's have, cool a, hell. a really good relationship with their fans, and that's, that's respectable.
0: Yeah, uh, don't be just a... Just love the fan. shit out of Dropkick Murphys. They're, uh... They're, you know, they're they're all about the working man for real. You yeah. know, it ain't played up. I mean,
1: even they just recently went off after radio.
0: After fucking radio not paying artists yeah. and shit. And they said, they straight up said, we're a punk band. We don't want to be on the radio. But yeah. we got friends that yeah. are on the radio who need to get fucking paid. And yeah. that's fucking badass that he's gonna go up there and be like, we don't care. Yeah, but there's people that do need to fucking get paid. Yeah. You're fucking them over.
1: Uh, and that that that's like humbling to know that your your punk band you think has like million dollar yachts and fucking houses and shit. We're like, we're a punk band. We don't care if we get paid. <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> wait, what? Hold up. You're like in your fifties now. Hold up. You didn't get paid for this, huh. but uh, uh, I can't give the album a ten. I want to give it a ten, but I'm going to go with a nine. Hey, um, that's what I was going to give it. I was going to give the nine. Just because, I mean, yeah. you know, uh, none of these songs are better, and none of these songs are worse oh. than anything they've ever done. Well, oh. I think the last album they've done that I really truly loved
1: was Going Out in Style. Yeah, that, that me too. Like. Cause like that one front to back was just fucking beautiful. Yeah. And it was mixed
0: good. Yeah. (laughs) It was mixed fucking perfect. That is true. It it, it, to me is still probably one of the best uh, sound sonically sounding uh, Dropkick albums. It is. It is. Um, It really is. Because there was something that happened uh, after after uh, Sing Loud, Sing Proud. A polish got on uh, Breakout, oh, oh, or yeah. Blackout, or Blackout. Or, uh, Warriors Code, and the of yeah. the Times. Like, yeah. there's a polish there. Doesn't hurt the albums, but yeah. there's something you can different tell they sonically. Money. They got money. Yeah. yeah, like there's something sonically different about those compared to the ones that came before that. And uh, but then. Um, I think around Going that's when the they stone. kind of found their sweet spot. I call it the dropkick Yeah, I think it was. Uh, that's where everyone it was kept in between using
2: down with
1: flogging Molly. Sing loud, sing proud. Actually, I would say it's more in between Blackout, Warriors Code, and Meanest of Times. Yeah, those are the ones. Where we're that's where about. they like were struggling, but still finding their their sweet spot sound. Kind of.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, this is what we are. This is what we're doing. And then they gave it all. On uh, going out in style. Yeah,
0: that's basically what I meant. Because, like, before, like, Sing Loud, Sing Proud is like the last one to have a pre blackout sound. Well, obviously, because it's the one before blackout. But there's a, there's a sound to go uh, Gangs All Here and Do or Die and um, Sing Loud, Sing Proud that disappears yeah uh when you get to black out like that like i said there's a polish there that doesn't hurt them but uh they could
1: have also been using different recording equipment
0: they definitely could have yeah, the
1: technology mm-hmm. um gets better over the years oh uh, yeah there's a I give this album you know, like... a nine though mm-hmm. it's good it was exactly what i needed when it came out shed some tears drank some beers too you that as one would do when you listen to dropkick but, like you said, it's, it's not better or worse than what they've done before. Like I said, they're the ACDC of fucking this kind of um, Celtic punk. But, I can't hate it. There's nothing I, I would hate about this album, you know?
0: Yeah, yeah, there's nothing that sucks. It's,
1: it's just fun. It's fun. What
0: about you, Josh?
1: DD. They
0: do get an
2: 8. Because I take a point off because I'm a Floggy Molly fan instead. Mm. What well, I'm a actually surprised you give it an 8. Yeah, though. you've been hating on it this whole time. <laughs> no. Just because I hate the fucking same damn fucking jig noise. I get
0: enough of that with Floggy Molly. <laughs> I, don't I don't think, I mean, still, Tossers. to me, one of my, my favorite bands in that whole scene is the Tossers. You know... Pogues. Yeah, the goddamn Pogues, you know, but the Tossers is like... I mean, more modern. Yeah, out of the country, modern yeah. bands, you know, like one of my favorites is the Tossers. Uh, but I, I, things, I can't like... more like the angry He just game. sounds like a drunk-ass, fucking <laughs> ir- pissed-off Irish dude, man. Um, but uh, I don't know, it's just out of, out of the three bands, those three bands, Flogging Molly, Dropkick, and Tossers, I like how all three are different. All three have their own unique sound, and neither of them have anything that I dislike.
1: Yeah. I do love some uh, Flockin' Molly. Mm-hmm. They got some fucking songs that just,
0: mm. Like, they, they give you island vibes and pirate vibes on some shit, too. Swagger, yeah. got Seven Deadly Sins,
1: mm-hmm. uh, Devil's Loat, The Devil's Loat, uh, uh, Floor. Uh, Government would crack the Castro back. Yeah, man. God damn. Walk, walk, walk. Give me nothing to say. Yeah, right. there's
0: nothing I dislike about any of them bands. But yeah, so eight, nine, nine. Well, technically it's, it's, it's nine. I just take point out because I'm a fucking Molly fan. Yeah, uh, you like uh, fucking Molly just a little more. Just
2: fuck fuck
1: 'em,
0: em. raw in the ass. Uh, so what are we gonna do next? Um, I guess let's go ahead. After this, we'll talk about the Poppy EP. Five tracks. Made I didn't out need to hear that quick. one. Huh? I didn't hear that one. You I didn't know look. it came out. I texted you.
1: You said it came out. You didn't say we were doing it.
0: Yeah, I said we we're gonna review that shit. Oh, uh, well, maybe I didn't read that part. No, well, guess what? It's five tracks long. Let's do a little bit of it while we smoke. We'll be back in a moment. Oh, Lord. Okay, y'all, we're back. We're, uh, We're not gonna talk about Poppy yet. Um,. Because Zach hasn't heard it, and he has to go check on his ribs. And, uh, so, we're going to talk about Poppy last. Um, It'll probably just be me and Josh. Uh, But, right now we're going to talk about the new Danny Elfman album, Big Mess. Um, So, is this on two discs? No, it's it's one disc.
1: Um, Man, I gotta tell you, when I put this on, I wasn't expecting any of that. Right? There's, like, moments of Marilyn Manson, moments of Orgy... Moments of just like I wasn't expecting metal to be honest with you. Yeah,
0: I was not expecting it to sound like that. And I'm like, oh,
2: well, it's pretty fucking good.
0: I had no idea what to expect because last year when he dropped the song Happy, I fucking raved about that song when we reviewed it. Oh, it's not even on here. Oh, it is. Yeah. It is on here. Yeah, and it's I don't I think feel I heard the second happy. part. Happy. The second part, the thing I love about this album is part one. It's like this is like a double album on one disc. Part one is more theatrical uh, and less metal, maybe a little more industrial tinged, like very theatrical, uh, cinematic kind of feel. But then part two hits you with more alternative rock, heavy metal, uh, industrial metal kind of stuff. Like part two is straight up the heavy side of this album. Um, where part one is a little more chill. But, man, I was not knowing what to expect because the happy song itself goes in so many places. Because uh, it starts off just slow, and it's building, and it's creepy, and it's weird, you know, just sounding like Danny Elfman shit. Uh, but then he comes in with that I, that British rock sound, man. Mm. fucking That punky fucking goddamn vibe. I'm like, I was loving it. And I was like, please do an album, please do an album. Because Danny Elfman has not done a proper rock album since the last Oingo Boingo album in 94. And he stopped doing Oingo Boingo and rock stuff because he damaged his hearing real bad. And he said that orchestra music is more tolerable to him. Softer, to his ears. Yeah, and so I thought we'd never have another... And all we have was scores. Yeah, I thought but it would hey, just. Hey, that's cool as shit. Which though. I love his scores, you yeah. know. Fucking, but I thought we'd never have like another like Dan dude. Elfman I just ra- I just
1: rewatched all the Sam Ramy Spider Man movies.
0: And his score. Yeah, fucking up there, man. There's not a score. There's not a Danny Elfman score that I dislike. Now there's some that are less memorable, like yeah, on Red Dragon. I want to you know. say he
1: did one of the Avengers movies. Yeah, and I it was see. just he took the initial theme and just made it his own. Not really, he just played it like yeah, it doesn't like, like, have that Danny Elfman flair. Where it feels
2: like but he just uh, so right, Yeah, too much. it was all sourced. Yeah, material. It was probably you know, what it was. He's just doing a cover version. I think the it's last has his name on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think the last, even the last Tim Burton movie with Danny Elfman that which what was that had a memorable <sighs> to him Bur- Fall out? No, no, he still does Tim Burton movies, but. Well, what I'm was the it's, last good Tim Burton movie? Well, last well, good—that's good. subjective. Yeah, I still yeah. like Sweeney Todd. And, oh, Sweeney Todd you know, amazing.
1: Oh. So he'll have a couple of gems in the turds.
0: Yeah, like it's time. not as not as flawless as like his eighties through nineties. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you get to that remake of Planet of the Apes, uh, it's like there's kind oh, of peaks yeah. and valleys because like he we yeah, get he shit like I Planet I of the yeah, Apes, but did. then we get Big Fish, which is amazing.
1: <laughs> I don't under—I don't get it. I mean everyone says Big Fish is good but it's fucking boring, man. man
0: Big Fish is a fantastic God, so southern You like Gothic,
2: Brother, Art Thou? Huh? Yeah, yeah,
1: I like that. Oh, that's
2: weird cuz most people who love that actually like Big Fish cuz it's kind of that that southern feel, man. get yeah. that storytelling, hey, the whole you know, thing's
0: a story. Hey, you know you can
1: visit that town yeah. from Big Fish.
0: Uh but so back to Danny Ocean, to me like his last really memorable uh score for Tim Burton was Sleepy Hollow. Um I don't even remember that score, and I just saw that movie about a year there. ago.
1: <laughs> but, uh, it, was, it had that Tim Burton sound, or another, yeah, the, the well, daddy Elson the, Elson It sound. was the atmospheric sound that he has with his movie. The man yeah, he he was heavy on he the La La La. so many fucking memorable scores that's all I know him from, really.
0: Yeah. And that's crazy because I only knew him as a as a uh, composer for, for movies and stuff. Yeah, Tales from the Crypt, Goddamn. Yeah. But what's crazy is his guitarist, uh, I think it's Steve Bartek, from Oingo Boingo, does all those scores with him. Um. So what happened to Oingo Boingo? Like I said, he stopped it because he damaged his hearing um. real bad. And he didn't. He couldn't fuck with rock music. And so that's why this is so cool. We're getting a loud fucking rock album from the dude years and years later um maybe he's given himself time to heal yeah pretty much and now maybe he's got something to say vocally yeah um cuz I like all the Oingo Boingo albums I've heard um I uh, haven't heard them all but fucking uh this out of all the Oingo Boingo I do have this feels like what a modern Oingo Boingo album would sound like probably um but every minute of this album to me is phenomenal. Love every fucking minute. Even though ew the uh, the track, uh, the last track on the album, Insects, that's a Wingo Boingo song, after their second album. Um and uh he he meddles it up a little more on this version. Uh but damn it man, this fucking man. But then after after Happy he dropped the Love in the Time of Covid, which is a cool weird music video too, and I was like, oh shit, he dropped another song. I'm like maybe maybe he's gonna do an album. And then like a month or two ago, pre orders dropped, I'm like, oh shit, fucking pre order this bitch. gotta fucking have it, man. Uh, but yeah, phenomenal fucking album all the way all the way through. It's got bits, uh, like like Frank said, bits of everything from his career you can hear in this. You can hear his, his memorable uh, music score style, uh, the, the Oingo Boingo Rock stuff, just everything that is Danny Elfman is in here. Uh, even when I, I had it playing the day it came in the mail, uh, <clears throat> fucking, I believe it was the Happy Song that was on, and so I said, said, uh, I was about to ask if that was Danny Elfman, uh, because it sounded like Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, that <laughs> was nice like, yeah. Me.
2: Most people, when they think
1: Danny Elfin, that's the only thing they
0: think of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't blame, them. that is, like that is very, very,
1: uh, catchy songs on that soundtrack, on that score. Yeah. That was a... Please, Disney+, Plus, don't do a sequel. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> I'm just asking if they uh, were to think about it or do it. I you did, know. How,
2: you could... Unless he goes... No, Eric. He'll no, go to what Easter holiday? He'll no, because they actually did the eat. They actually kind of had the Easter Bunny. Remember the kids brought back the Easter Bunny? He's like, he apologized. Oh, we're so sorry. sorry, sorry. Take them back. They caught, when he sent off the uh, lock, uh, lock, shock, and barrel. Well, yeah, but they he, captured didn't, he the didn't get Bunny. to
1: experience that holiday. Yeah, but he obviously
2: didn't really seem to, was all like, fascinated. Like, Christmas is the only other one holiday
1: was, that is festive like Halloween. Well, that's the only
2: one he dreamed of, too. Yeah. So. Uh, they couldn't possibly do a... C- unless they're going to do a gender swap.
0: Sally goes to, uh... <laughs> Christmas um, land. Well, yeah, I guess. Uh, she goes to Christmas land. She's like, I'm going to do Christmas better than Jack. And Oogie Boogie's a trans best <laughs> it would be fucking hilarious.
2: Gotta yeah, go RuPaul him up a little bit. I
0: mean, he kind of had that voice. Loves- <laughs> You're joking. No. You're joking. I can't believe it. Nah, yeah, Oogie Boogie is, is
2: great though. I love it. I love his favorite songs on that album. The Gambler. I love the whole thing. They could not do a sequel. There's nothing
1: for them to see. But, you Soul you know, Taker. What was that it game? Was Soul Robber. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that game was so terrible. That was supposed to be the sequel. But every Jeez. time you walk to another area and it would load, it'd be, uh, it'd be like, This is Halloween. Ha da la da la you open a door, walk into that room, it load, walk in the room, this is Halloween. Uh, it'd be <laughs> oh, like man. restarting the song over and over. Oh, my and God. every time you push the square button, soul robbers, soul robbers. <laughs> I'm like... Uh, the porn version <laughs> of that
0: song is so fucking amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> um, but what would you think about this, Danny Elfman, man? Me? Yeah. Oh, it's good. I mean, I didn't listen to the entire thing,
1: because it was... That same day, album that now. same day, I listened to these, plus the new AFI, and something else. There was a bunch of new ones that dropped that same day, and I listened to all of those the same day at work, and I just ran out of time. So this was the last one on the list, and I didn't get to listen to the entire thing. Damn. Uh, But I listened to about half of it, or maybe a little more. And I enjoyed it. Like I said, it it reminds me of uh, a lot of his stuff. And then it also had, like, some Marilyn Manson and orgy kind of fucking white zombie shit going on in it. I was not expecting metal. Yeah. Or any kind of typical... Not typical, but... Nostalgic-driven 90s kind of metal. Yeah,
0: yeah. Because there's, like... Um... There's some shit that sounds pretty, uh, like Devil Take Away and um, Just a Human have this sort of 90s alt-rock hook mm-hmm. and chorus that yeah. I really like. At, at least that's what it reminds me of.
1: But that's really all I've really got to say about it. I'd say maybe I'd give it, because I'll just give my rating because I didn't listen to the entire thing. And I can't talk about what I don't know. But what I did here, I'd give it about a seven.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I heard more, it would go up. <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. I'm not bored with it. I wasn't upset with it. It was playing, and I had something new to listen to yeah. that day on top of a bunch of other new stuff. So I wasn't bored that day. You know, I just had something. I didn't have to think. Is my thing. When I have to think about what I want to play, I'm like just sitting there staring and staring and staring. You know, when I got something new. New, new. I'm like, oh fuck yeah, play, don't think about it, let's let it go.
0: Yeah, I um, mean, that's like the, the picture, was like a big ass collection. I have nothing uh, to watch, yeah, or nothing or, to listen yeah,
1: to. Or nothing to play. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, I, I love having that Apple app, especially for free. But being able to go <laughs> on here, check this out. I can go here and go to browse.
0: Eventually it'll this load. This is Halloween, this is Halloween. <laughs> Damn dude. You Halloween. Got no, no, no yeah, there's no good back ass here. service in this uh, in this room.
1: Well, never mind, it just took away my 4G. Because there's no service back here, but I can browse, I can hit that button and it'll show me, you know, what's popular, what's this, that or the yeah. other, trending and all that. And also every new album that released that day, so that's I can cool. scroll through it, you know, and find stuff that I didn't know about. Like I heard the new Cannibal Corpse a few weeks ago, and that's not a band I just listened to, you know. Yeah. It's not a band I have, but it but was since the, it's there. Fuck it. Yeah, it was there, and I'm like, all right. And I'm like, this is a little hard to listen to while you're trying to keep a dog calm on the table. <laughs> <laughs> but. There was one time I was grilling and my neighbors walked outside as soon as I came out and I had to put on the cannibal corpse because I didn't know anything else that would be a little disturbing. But also, a couple weeks ago, I literally just walked outside to turn on the grill and they let out their... They released the hounds to bark around the fence and get obnoxious. I went to my phone and I turned on my big-ass loud fucking Bluetooth speaker I always feel like somebody's watching me.
0: <laughs> and yeah. they went
1: inside.
0: <laughs> Hell no. Yeah, Zach's got some annoying neighbors that oh, like to spot. That was, that was uh, amazing. But yeah, me, straight up ten. It is a phenomenal album front to back. Seven, albums. ten. Ten all the fucking way. <laughs> Not a complaint. And you know it probably will be the last Danny Elfman rock album truth unless he just gets an itch man he's like don't well, want to. well i mean he's an older dude yeah yeah but and let maybe he maybe this will bring back that spark well, and are, he's always busy yeah he's always got a, a film well, he's working on man
2: he, he does a soundtrack from majority of fucking um major movies that like you look there. at
0: you if you look at the, his filmography as far as uh any scores Disney or go or fucking, it's like every time. It's like, I mean, damn! I didn't yeah. know he did that movie. Damn! I didn't mm-hmm. know he did that movie. Damn! I didn't know he did that movie. Damn! I've never heard of this movie. Never heard of this movie, but well, he does everything from <laughs> movies for kids to fucking. All over the place. place. Everything. He's all over the place. The Real guy's probably dude. busy all the time. Real prolific dude. Um. So yeah, ten. So have you heard anything? You said you didn't hear this album. Uh, I highly recommend checking it out. You're gonna fucking dig it if you like. That Danny Elfman style, with a little bit of metal, and a little bit of rock, and a little bit of, uh, just everything. Uh, what did you guys think of the new Danny Elfman album? Um, did you like it? Did you hate it? Let us know, motherfuckers! We're gonna talk about, what do you wanna talk about next? Garbage. Garbage? We're gonna talk about garbage next. Then I'm gonna have to go (laughs) to the garbage. Alright, y'all, we're back with the brand new Garbage album. No Gods, No Masters. Uh, and I hate to say it, I've always liked Garbage. But you've never been like... I've never followed them. I haven't either. Like, my, my first uh,
1: introduction was MTV with Stupid Girl. Yeah, Stupid Girl. The the music video for Stupid Girl. I can't remember if it was just the music video itself or if it was featured on Beavis and Butthead, but... i remember that video playing a lot. Yeah, and then, you know, it was... Maybe later than I learned that I heard uh, Only Happy When It Rains. And I remember having the first garbage album mm. way back in the day. I don't know what happened to it, but I had to get it again. Yeah. It was like
0: one of those you had when you were a teenager and you didn't really keep up with shit. Yeah, yeah. That album is awesome, man. It's Because it back then I remember uh, I remember getting it and not getting into it too much. And then just kind of letting it sit. And then I don't know what happened to it. I don't know what do to it. Oh, you, you let it. You don't know what happened to it. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Don't know where it went. And then I found it again about four or five years ago. At I a have a Ben Folds 5. I remember that, you, that. disappeared. I remember I that. had two of them. It disappeared at your house. I know there were some people there that day. Mm. But, but who would, the fuck would. Take a ben Folds five. Album. Exactly. There was two of them, though. I remember that. We were riding home after shooting a music video. Two people, maybe three people. Was that when we were fucking filming for uh, Rob? I wasn't trying to name names, me. Nobody knows people. Because I bet you, if anything, it would have been uh, that kid whose house we were at. Yeah. Filming.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely.
0: No clue what ever happened to that kid.
1: I I, I don't know what happened to my CDs. <laughs> <laughs> just like when we were uh, hanging out with one kid back in the day, and by me, myself, and Irene, and not another teen movie just disappeared. And didn't and you say they appeared? In no, the- no, no, no. The DVD boxes were still there, but they weren't in the case. And then he's going to come over like three days later and be like, That Not Another
0: Teen movie was a good movie. I remember that! Oh Uh, my god! Oh, oh, you're the one! I remember that fucking shit. But didn't you say you found the shit, like, in the front yard? Mm. Or a pipe? You had a pipe go missing? And you found that shit, like, at the curb of the house.
1: The microphone pipe that me and Josh made. I found that on the curb. You remember that microphone nanny gave us? Yeah, it that didn't old work. Shitty me and, mic. me and Josh hollowed it out and used the fucking part you sing through. We <laughs> used that as a bowl. <laughs> and we we constructed a pipe with the microphone. It was the Amazing. microphone. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Good times, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, never followed them. Uh, and then I got beautiful garbage out of one of those big uh, mystery boxes we had done. And where is your garbage? Uh, right here. Yeah. Uh, just the first Man, there's one. so many
2: good jokes you could do it there. Oh, could, okay. So I got pulled out like a
0: You
1: got this. I don't have that. And I got. I think I got the one after this. Here you go. Oh, version 2.0. Oh God. P.O.D. What I about do. you? Oh, he. Where's your garbage? Oh, no, that is oh, yeah, rubbish. you said, where is your garbage? This it it's funny. You know, I go thrifting a lot. Melissa's
0: like, do you need any P.O.D.? I'm like, no. I have two too many P.O.D. albums. <laughs> <laughs> I have seven too many fucking P.O.D.
1: albums. Do you really have because seven? They're, they're all the same fucking copy of the first fucking album in those goddamn mystery
0: boxes. I would throw them away. Yeah, I'm, I'm like this close to just not even going through them again and just throwing it all away. Damn. <laughs> I don't want none of that shit. I spent hours the... Yeah, I don't even the, care. I spent hours using the CDs. I didn't want to replace every broken case. I don't even care to case. do that. I don't even care to fucking and do that. I no. have a stack right there still uh, just for replacement cases for when I need them. You, know you, should do? you don't need these and use them.
2: You should, like, take out the like, box. Of, use the bottom side of you know, the reflective thing. You make a pretty cool little like the thing for your bullshit yeah
0: yeah wind chimes yeah
2: CD chimes that glue two sides to get you know two of them together so you don't have to look at like the
0: shitty fucking That no, way I just piss the neighbors off when it's sunny outside so it spins <laughs> if both sides are shiny you just just <laughs> but uh, I wound up really like liking the, uh, the beautiful garbage album and uh, then when they were saying they were dropping this I was waiting because at first Amazon only had a pre-order for the single disc version of the album you could, on the garbage website, they were trying to sell this thing for like 25 bucks. It was Damn, like, oh, I got it for 19 Right, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not trying to spend 25 plus shipping on this. On a,
1: on a band that you don't even really... Yeah, like. on a
0: band I don't really follow too much. So, I waited and waited and waited, and every, about every week or so I'd type in garbage CDs just to see if it would be on Amazon. Boom, 19-something dollars. I've been waiting to see this at it. Target though, because they do have some box sets like this sometimes. And uh, so yeah, if you can afford to get the double disc version, I mean, who won't? You can always use more garbage uh, because the second disc is cool—a bunch of random tracks, non-album tracks. So you got Dale the, the Screaming Females. Mm-hmm. You got a decent cover of Starman, that is the only Bowie song people mm-hmm. love to do. Oh my God, okay. <laughs> I didn't like that. When that came on,
1: I'm like, God damn it, really?
0: Yeah, everybody Why? knows Starman. Why is
1: it always fucking
0: Starman? And that Starman uh, But on, dude.
2: Okay,
0: so talk about the album proper. Uh the moment I turned this on the the morning it dropped I got that auto rip. Yeah. Man, I was into this album. Yeah. All it, way. It's, it's like one of those like I always say I kind of judge
1: albums on the the uh, first track. How good is the first track, and where is it gonna take me? You know, openers. I love fucking album openers mm-hmm. that are good. Obviously, um, high and low is not one of them. No, oh Marilyn Manson.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, that's, uh, no. that's not a good album no. opener.
1: It, that right there tells you
0: how yeah, shitty uh, the Marilyn Manson.
1: I can't say future reference because there's probably no more future, but you shouldn't start started this album off with an uh, acoustic ballad. Yeah. But this, like I'm trying to say, like album openers, I judge the rest of the album off of pretty much that because how is it going to make me feel? If it captivates me within the first couple of seconds, oh, I'm in for it. And I was in for that. The rest of the whole fucking album was like, damn. I wasn't really expecting that, because, you know, I'm not the biggest fucking garbage fan either. Like you, I have two fucking <laughs> CDs. I have the first one, and then the one after.
0: Yeah, luckily, and, this is like their seventh album, so it's not going to be hard to get the rest of them, you know. Like, no, four more albums to buy, and you got them all. Yeah, but still, you know, it's like,
1: yeah,
0: alright, garbage,
1: new stuff. You know, for me that day, it was like, well, I got new stuff to listen to, and I'm happy, you know. I turned it on and I'm like whoa this sounds like it should have came out in nineteen ninety-five whoa this is pretty fucking good and I dug the shit out of it I've actually gone back several times yeah and played that damn thing I killed it that whole week I killed it that whole week too it was like my go-to album out of everything that came out that week I played it out. I enjoyed it. I like, I like that. I'm
0: surprised. Yeah. I'm not a big garbage fan. I started it off, and I was like, <coughs> "Damn!" The first line, "The men who ruled the world made a fucking mess." Like that's what tripped me out. I was like, "I was like, all right, I don't know too much garbage." But I was like, "Damn, she sure is cussing a lot." Like, no problem. But I'm like, "Damn, I did not expect this much cussing." Uh, and then, like I said, my favorite line on the album mm-hmm. is on the song Godhead. If I had a dick, would you know it? If I had a dick, would you blow it? When I first heard that at work, I was like, oh my God, surely. Surely. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> Well, I was like, damn, that's a cool-ass line, though. I thought that was cool shit. You make two Joneses? No. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I, oh, make, I make jokes, you know. I make jokes. I make jokes. Yeah, I make <laughs> jokes. I ain't trying the to... The way you make... did your hands, though, I make jokes. <laughs> I make jokes. Oh, <laughs> uh, but I, I ain't trying to, you uh, know, swallow hands... some wiener for weed,
1: you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'll
0: swallow i swallow a wiener for CDs. <laughs> I won't swallow for weed, but for CDs, we'll one now... Of the things, like, let, let's oh, say you go on oh. a date with Shirley Manson, and you're right, and everything's going good, right? And then it's like, boom, Shirley Manson, high ass motherfucking chick, right? You're on this date. And then it's like, fuck it, let's go fuck. And then she takes it off, and then boom, big ol' weed in your face. It's like, damn. Yeah. Uh, fuck it, we're here.
2: <laughs> yeah, except Uber. Something tells me that, um... Yeah, you'll be the one getting pegged.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm gonna wreck that pooper. <laughs> but no, I loved every minute of this album. Now, I want to know what Josh said, because when he came in here ranting <laughs> about the. I just wanna... sounded like some fucking. Why did that. I was gonna tell you like,
2: bitch, get back in. Shut your mouth, get back in the kitchen. <laughs> ah! <laughs> uh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. No, it's just. it's like, oh my god, I've listened to all this clearly, so I was like, next. Oh, what you bitch about now? Oh, God. Next. God, just quit your whining. It's like, oh, what's with all the whining, Louie? Next.
1: So you didn't even give it a chance. <laughs>
0: I get I, it's not like
2: garbage. I'm not a big garbage fan. The,
0: so I it. get it. No, it, it's... It, it, the lyrics it, it, are very, um... Uh... She's a pissed off lady on a lot of these songs. She's Let been, me borrow that jackass, please.
2: How long has she been mm. pissed off? She's been pissed Word. off. For a
0: long time. I mean, she's a white woman. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I mean, gotta offend
1: like, all the white ladies here.
0: This is, I mean, this is just, I, I'm a, I'm a pissed off. Chick How much you get this said, on Amazon? Uh, I like five bucks. Really? Yeah. Well,
1: shit, man! I'm trying to get them all on Blu-ray now since I got
0: Jackass three. And, and, and the new a, one's coming out. I can get the, I can get the whole seven DVD box set for like ten dollars on Amazon. Well, what is the seven DVD box? Uh, set? all three movies, Bad Grandpa, and all the. 2.0, 3.0, 1.2, like 1.5. The DVD right? or the Blu-ray I got is unedited, but I didn't notice anything that wasn't
1: really there.
2: Mm. I must, okay, okay, I got This yeah. always
0: said unedited, but not. Some of these segments, they bleep out the cussing still, and... Dude, there's a moment on the deleted scenes for Jackass 3
1: where Chris Pontius gives uh, the dude that did the train shit <laughs> he gives him an enema first.
0: Yeah. That's why it was water. Yeah. I didn't know that. Um watch it out and that, watching that, I'm like oh that my dude was on uh God. that dude was on the Steve um steve podcast? Yeah, the Steve-O podcast recently. The Wild they, Ride? Yeah, they were talking about it. <laughs> I watched uh, Danger Aaron on there. Yeah, man, Danger Aaron. Talking was about... Trying so hard to, like, play it cool. Like, yeah. man, I knew y'all were doing something, yeah. man. I we're, knew y'all were doing that. The, the taxi ride that. on Jackass 2? Like, nah, dude, I'm sorry. The way you that, the way that motherfucker sounds when he's freaking out in that yeah. goddamn trunk. Nah, dude. You, yeah. knew, you, you, knew look at Steve-O. you can look at Steve-O and be like... Yeah, you you didn't like know, you, you didn't knew know. you knew they were gonna be playing your ass because like they always be playing your ass. But Man, he got the worst of it. You didn't oh know if this was gonna <laughs> be. He was, he was the, the red. <laughs> He's a redheaded stepchild. Oh my god! He's, they oh just beat my him god. Ass. But yeah, the lyrics on this album are very uh, "Today, Lady, I have something to say" kind of stuff. So this oh. is the entire C-U series uh, to an extent. Uh-huh. Uh, there's still segments that I remember that aren't on this box <laughs> okay. set. Like um, oh, the Beavis and Butthead the But Mike I mean Jones, it's pretty man. much It's enough You know what I mean It's enough to You can watch one DVD of this And like get your jackass Well yeah it's like it never
1: changes
0: uh, But now nah, back, back to the album like, Sorry uh, The lyrics really do uh, focus on a lot of uh, I mean not even shit that women are pissed off with Just really to me everybody's kind of just like Saying shit about Um and, uh, so it's, it's very today. It's a very today album, uh, but I do like that it's, it, some of it sounds like older garbage, like you said, like some 95 shit, and then some of it's got, like, some modern-y vibes, uh, there's some more dancey shit, uh, but what really tripped me out is, uh, a lot of people are gonna talk shit about me, is, I didn't know until, uh, I had, uh, got this album, that Butch Big is their drummer.
1: Yeah, I didn't know that. What? I looked it up and I'm like, wait a minute. This dude was a what? legend
0: before garbage even <laughs> I'm like, started. Wait. wait a minute. The, the dude that produced Nevermind? <laughs> what? The, what? Dude, the dude that, like, fucking helped give Smashing Pumpkins their classic sound. Fucking, who ultimately, to me, when you get to Smashing Pumpkins Adore, that sounds like it wants to be a garbage album. <laughs> you know? And it's like, damn, I'm seeing these connections now. I'm feeling it. I get it now. I had no fucking idea Bush Big was their drummer. I was like, damn, this dude is like a master producer, produced all these amazing-ass albums in the early 90s, and he's the drummer Yeah. for Garbage, who, you know, really got their start 95, man. Like, I would have never known that shit. <laughs> thought that was cool. Uh... But, but not, yeah, you know, it's not a bad album. It's actually, it's pretty cool. It's a very good. You can just put play, play it in the background.
2: And listen I haven't to heard it, all of Joy's tracks. Thing. I just I've never been a big garbage fan as a, yeah. their style, but yeah, I mean, yeah, you can tell she's very. It's very uh, opinionated singing in this one. She's very. She's I actually of, dug it. I, dug, I, it. Dug, I, mean, it, I mean, dug it. I dug it. I can't say uh, that little little looks, my, my favorite band of all time is just <laughs> the down, and that is entirely, but. It's just, it's a lot more, you can enjoy the anti-government, anti-establishment music. We your
1: Wii Strap? You
2: yeah, I just like
1: So you don't throw your phone to the TV?
2: No, it's when I'm in the pool or in the tub. I don't drop, it. Like, oh, I you drop my phone? I'm out in the middle of the pool and I get my phone, because drivers see how big my fucking pool is. It is huge. Melissa keeps saying, I want
1: Josh's pool.
2: The one that you don't use? Oh, they yeah, the neighbors. It's also the neighbor over there. They have those kids. The soldiers are like, fucking... Like 50 bucks. I'm like, Fuck it. I am mean, like, I was gonna give it to him. He's like, hey, here, he's 50 bucks. bug
0: on it, man? You got to think of brand's honeybee or something. <clears throat> so, back to garbage. Uh, everybody said what they wanted to say. Uh, yeah, was... I would give it about an 8. Yeah, I can give it an 8. Yeah, uh, you know,
1: I don't want to give it any higher or any lower because I'm not a fucking garbage fan, but this kept me entertained, and I do like the second disc from what I did hear from it.
0: Yeah, so. Here's what I'm saying. When it comes to shit like this, you're getting more for your money with the deluxe version. Oh, yeah, dude. This fucking a box, man. Disc. You're basically getting a whole other album. Yeah, the box is cool. You got a poster. You got two discs. You got four cards and, yeah, and a big old booklet the to put through. The original version would cost as much as it, and you wouldn't even get the fucking uh, extra swag. Yeah, all the cool shit. Uh, so you're getting your money's worth with the deluxe version, plus basically a second album. Yeah. Uh, and so I would say presentation for the deluxe edition, amount of songs, everything, I'd give oh, that a 10. Yeah. I'd oh, give the full deluxe edition Yeah, the whole box, the,
1: the presentation with the box and
0: everything. Music, right, everything. 10, uh, but if you were to just hear the main album digitally or the single disc version of the album, I'd throw an 8. Uh, so, I guess technically the album on its own is an 8. But with all the added goodies, I can throw an extra two points on it. Um, just garbage. Yeah, it's good garbage. <laughs> garbage you want. Garbage you don't garbage want to... You don't, don't got to clean it up. <laughs> you do when you have when you leave a later on. what do you guys think about the new Garbage album? Um, we'll see you guys in a moment. All right, y'all. It's me and Josh. We're back. Zach had to go mess with his ribs. So right now we're going to talk about the new Red Fang album. And, uh, you know... Red Fang is one of those bands that when they, uh, I didn't know about them until Murder of the Mountain came out, and I think I did that as an honorable mention on, like, the top 13 albums of 2011, when we first started this channel, and I remember that album sounding fairly similar to The Sword to me, and I dug it, then I kind of, you know, I never followed them back too much, uh... But I have since bought all their shit And I like them all a lot uh, But I remember only Ghost I remember me and Zach didn't dig that one too much uh, I oh, There's there's a bit of polish on there uh, I don't know It just sounded like a good rock album But as far as What I came for eh, It was, it was alright But this new Red Fang album uh, Arrows um, I like it a lot It's cause it's uh, extremely stoner doom metal album yeah it it's goes very heavy. doom.
2: it's extremely doomy
0: yeah it goes heavy on the doom sound heavy on the stoner metal sound and i really like that it is way unpolished like it sounds grimy it sounds sludgy like there is no uh like the production is perfect in making it sound imperfect and uh, so I I'll, 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 I'll so like the eyes,
2: they're bloodshot. Yeah, they're really stoned. I really
0: like the colors on this album the green, the orange, stoner. and the red. It's and l- to, it looks like a yellow. like, There's a lot of cool art here, man. Really that, dig it. Third, third Eye Tiger, like
2: the acid, weed, stoner kind of Yeah. Everything's neon
0: colors, black lights, and shit.
2: And yeah. I bet you, you turn a
0: black light on, I think it's going to glow like crazy. Definitely. And I like the album a lot, but um, I haven't played it too much. Like, sometimes I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, yeah, that album's okay. But then other times I think about it, I'm like, no, that album's actually really good. And I guess it's just right now I'm not kind of it's vibing like on that style. You know, yeah, I'm not really vibing on that style at the moment. So later on, I might just be all in it. But, you know, I, I was all in it, like, the weekend it came out. Uh, but That's probably because it new, though. Yeah, definitely because it was new. new. Definitely cuz it was new but like i'm just not I mean, vibing like, on that call style call right off now me. You run out and listen like i need to listen to some black sabbath yeah not all that much you barely want i mean i will listen to electric wizard a lot you know I, there's like some well, I mean, points in the year that this kind of music i vibe with like mostly around winter months <laughs> fall months How I really get, yeah i get that's I get, what he wants
2: to play you're going to do this typo negative right?
0: i get i get heavier in my doom sound and uh, the stoner sound when it, when things start cooling off um and, but this album is really good. It is really good. Um, fucking, but like I said, parts of me sometimes, I'm I'm like, eh, it was whatever. But then I think about it more, I'm like, yeah, I really dug it. So I'm sticking with the I really dug it. Because, I mean, yeah, I did. Uh, and I probably will like it a lot more later on this year. Uh, but it's just so much shit has come out these past two months. And I've just been working, <laughs> you know. So uh, But what what did you think about the... Red Fang. It's the same thing. It's just, it's
2: Doom... I didn't really listen to it, I mean, because I just played it in the background. Because I was working. Because again, I have work all damn time too. I get home, eat, go sleep, but... working in the yard, it's just, it's... It's a little hard to listen to Doom Metal. Or Doom Metal, it's like in that grunge, that slump, that just sort of sludgy stoner metal. Because it's so heavy and slow. It's, it's not, you can't really just it, just, it makes you want to fucking go to a graveyard and murder somebody. So it's just, I don't know, it's, not, it's just a, you got to be in a, just a special kind of wanting to listen to mood to listen to it. Sounds good, though. I mean, I really, like I said, I didn't pay much attention to lyrics. I just knew it was dark and brooding. <laughs> I like it, though. It's a pretty
0: good album. Yeah, it's it sounded really cool. I like the fact that it I was worried that they were gonna go more of a with a more commercial sound. Like with Only Ghost, like there's something so polished about that last uh Red Fang album that I was like I was not vibing with. And so when the moment I turned this on and it was just more it was slower, it was grungier, it was dirtier, just I was, I was real happy with that. I was like, yeah, man, all right, give I me mean, some really I like good Murder the Mountain, dripping dude. But that also wasn't doom metal. It was very... It's, yeah, very very like a... Cool everyone knows dude. it
2: from the fucking guitar games. The, yeah, the retro... Know.
0: Like, it, <laughs> Murder the Mountain and I think most of the Red Thing stuff kind of hits on that sword retro yeah. rock kind of vibe.
1: This,
0: um, one's, this one's so much heavier and slower. It's just a lot... It takes
2: getting into, you have to...
0: Yeah, like this is this is very close to the first high on fire album. Uh maybe not as doomy, you know. Uh n- there's only one Matt Pike. Uh but uh fucking like this that's what this reminds me of is like going back to some of those earlier early early 2000s late 90s doom kind of albums like it's nowhere near as good as, like, Dope Throne or Dope Smoker, you know. But this, to me, is, like, a mo- a decent modern version of that sound. Yeah. It's...
2: You gotta be really fucking high drunk to let's be able to just turn this on. Yeah, you just gotta so, be cold outside. Something, to, yeah. something that just really weighs you down. It's a course.
0: nice... It's a good chillin' uh, metal album, where it's, like... It's, that's another thing I do like about stoner metal and doom metal. is like, it works... Good when you want to listen to it and it works good in the background like you can have this on the background and it works because it, it's so slow and it's kind of you know that
2: deepness to it it's nothing stands if you're not paying attention to nothing will make a loud start sudden noise to make you draw your attention to it so it'd be a great it'd be amazing if i they do doom metal for fucking elevators instead of the elevator music <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like are we going to get to the ground floor or are we all going to perish in flames
0: <laughs> i don't know either, either way way's good doom metal the elevator music of metal <laughs> oh my god stoner metal is the elevator music of metal that's pretty good that's fine um You'd you, like, rather be like, that than Taco Bell, like you're getting one riff. Lunch. Like, if you're going to, like, true stoner yeah. metal, like, you're getting one riff <laughs> yeah. through 50 floors. Just. <laughs> boom, boom! Boom! Yeah, it's like. <laughs> oh, man, you're fucking just still going up, man. Is that still still that fucking first riff ringing out? It's like, I, uh, slip my wrist or wait for the door to open. Either way, that's. <laughs> Yeah, either or is good. Yeah, it's a damn good album. I really I I recommend it. I mean, if you're a fan of these guys, you're probably already checking it out. Um there really isn't a lot of fucking bands that really just do just tie all fucking just doom metal albums anymore. I really I really like Funeral Coach and Dr. Owl and yes. Rabbits in the Hive Ponzi <coughs> Scheme. Um I really fucking dig them all. I don't even know them. <laughs> it's, it's just like Depressing and dark. The whole like, way through. Take it back as a cool like intro bit. Um, the title track "Arrows" is really cool. I mean, it's a it's a pretty memorable uh, stoner album, um, for what it is. Uh, so, what would you rate? Oh, easy eight. Yeah, there you go. Easy eight. Maybe I, higher
2: for more when it gets more closer to winter time when it's or when it's cooler and you can. It gets starts getting depressing and moody, and right that right, sweet spot right before he, this typo negative season. Yeah, and you gotta have your your Halloween
0: or yeah. October rest comes. October. In. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, but yeah, I give it an eight as well. Uh, it's a it's a good ass album. Um, it's just I don't vibe well with the Stoner sound during the summer. Like I'm looking for something different. Like right now, motherfuckers, my jam is that new Lord song, Solar Power. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's my jam right now. Uh, so I mean, mine's horrorcore. I'm listening to some. Players. Yeah, he's getting heavy on the horrorcore vibes right now. Horrorcore. Uh, horrorcore. <laughs> horrorcore. horrorcore. I said horrorcore. <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah. That See, we're just, really we're cool. too fucking poppy and bright for fucking doom metal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, like, I don't know, summer, there in the summer months, you know, I, I vibe on different shit. Uh, Lana Del Rey's supposed to drop a new one on the 4th of July, uh, so, you know, I'll be vibing on that shit, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, you know, when, when, uh, it, I mean, plus in the South, man, it don't really start, cool. you'll you'll feel a change in the, uh, in the weather around September for a couple of days. For us, it's
2: like the episode of Death Clock when they go learn the blues. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Sh- it's it's dripping wet outside from the humidity, and it
0: just makes you fucking... The yeah, when, when, when it gets cooler, I'm going to turn this album back on, and I'm going to vibe all day, man. So, I mean, you, you, who knows where it's going to fit on the, uh, the best albums of the year. Because uh, I already have my number one, uh, and it's going to be hard to beat that one. But uh, we'll be back in a second and talk about the new Fear Factory album. What up y'all, we're back and right now we're talking about the brand new Fear Factory album, uh, Aggression Continuum. Now this album has been actually finished for a couple years and there's just been a lot of drama in the Fear Factory camp right now with uh, Dino and Burton C. Bell. Burton C. Bell was it last year? The dude straight up came out and said he quit. He's no longer a part of Fear Factory, uh, and there was even talk of getting somebody to replace his already recorded vocals. And uh, I'm glad they didn't do that. Uh, I hate that they're fighting because uh, my thing is is like when I come to Fear Factory, uh, I've mentioned bands that I give a pass. Because there's a certain thing they do that I like and I want it every time. And Fear Factory is one of them. Um, And so, I don't think if Dino... If Dino keeps Fear Factory alive without Burton, I'll probably still follow. But I want to see what Burton is going to do. Because I love Burton's voice. Uh, His screams are good, but his clean, uh, deep Fucking uh, voice I really like ever since I was a kid when I first heard them it was zero signal off of the Mortal Kombat soundtrack Fell in love with that sound Uh, And there's an so that's a major thing I look for in fear factory is Good-ass screams and really good uh, deep voice melodies uh, from Burton, and Also what I look for in fear factory is The drums The drums in Fear Factory are so just perfect and precise, and they follow the riffs so good, man. I just love, especially on uh, D Manufacture and Obsolete, man, like, those, man, those albums, the drumming is impeccable. Uh, Just so fucking good and precise and, like, right on it. Robotic, Um, mechanical. Yeah, just very, uh... And for that to be a person playing that shit, that's really, uh, that shows the motherfucker's talents. Because, you know, the double bass is following the riffs, you know, like, You know, it's so fucking good. And a lot of bands do that, but, you know, Fear Factory is one of the first bands that I heard do that, uh, when I was a kid. And, uh, fucking, so I'm always looking for that. And I'm always looking for badass, groovy, uh, riffs. You know, and everything I like about Fear Factory is on this album. Uh, just like <laughs> David said, it's nothing new, but it's awesome. Yeah, and that's that's what I want. It's like, I just want badass fucking riffs. I just want badass songs about humans fighting against machines. Uh, you know, Burton's voice and badass drumming. And that is all here. Um, that's when they were founded. Mm-hmm. Right there. That's that. Fear Factory ten
2: thirty one ninety. January thirty first, nineteen
0: ninety. Um and yeah, like the album is awesome all the way through. Uh I don't think it holds I mean it's as good as uh fucking Genexus and uh it, it's as good as they've been recently. Uh, I'm even, I'm even, a, I'm even one that says. I mean, I like, I like Digimortal, um, a lot too. Uh, yeah, the new metal vibes are a lot heavier on it, but it's a good new metal style uh, album. Uh, and but I don't think this. In fact, I don't think a lot of their stuff really holds a candle to uh, D-Manufacturer and uh, Obsolete. But everything is as good as it. Everything that I've heard, at least, like. It all just does what I want, like, fucking, <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm always happy with a Fear Factory album. Well, yeah, because you like, you like that electronic fucking robotic sound. Yeah, and it's cool, that, like, they never go heavy electronic, like, it's in there, uh, but they never, they never let, it's cool, because it's like, it's almost at the same way, like, it's almost like their their message with humans fighting against machines, it's like the band is fighting against the machines in the music they never fully let the electronics take over the song. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's well, kind of like cool. Industrial
2: has a uh, kind of a like machinery always sound. Had, always has. Yeah. This it has. It's more digital, so it's more electric, more yeah. electronic. We call it
0: cyber metal. Cyber. Yeah. Um. Yeah. it's like you, cyberpunk. You, yeah. Yeah. It's you, it's cyberpunk like, you, yeah. This band, you can see this band playing in in, in that world. In the cyberpunk yeah, world. Cyberpunk yeah. world. Um. And a, a fucking robotic dystopia, you know, a cyborg dystopia. Um, it's but like, I, hmm, Terminator, right? Yeah, for real, like, I mean, yeah. I was, <laughs> they really feel like a Terminator. It's like a Terminator band. It's like if Terminator was a band instead of a movie, a Spirit Factory. Um, and then another thing, too, like, that I like about Burton is you get it on this album, you get a hoo on a, on a song. Like, you're always going to get that fucking hooah. From uh, from Burton, you know I'm gonna miss Burton in Fear Factory, dude. If they keep it fucking going, like it's like uh, you're gonna be missing a lot uh, because of his writing style and his singing style. Because um, even his like s- his screaming shit is still pretty good on here. Like the dude's old now. Um, it's weird that we live in a world where um, screaming bands. Are getting old now, man. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, the, fucking... me,
2: the new metal bands that really all kind of filled that genre in the '90s and early 2000s. Yeah, they're not because they were in their 20s and 30s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then now, 20 years That's later, 20 years later, they like old oh, dude,
0: dude from, uh, dude from uh, Monster Magnet is in his 60s. It's weird that we're living in a world where this the Shit like I mean, that is old. You look That's at fucking old. the offspring, you see
2: them? The- when they, they look, I mean, all the gray hair they all have? That ain't fucking we- them.
0: Uh, Dex wearing a, they're not wearing wigs and shit, no, they're just old, they're becoming senior citizens. <clears throat> but like, <clears throat> fucking, uh, you know, it's, it's cool we live in a world now where like 70 year old dudes are still making metal albums, you know, like Rob Halford. He's gotta be in his 70s, right? I mean, Judas Priest has been around since the 70s anyway. That um, dude's that old guy, fuck. That guy is fucking, he's, he's up there with,
2: like, him, Elton John. They're all
0: old ass, they're actually they considered they the senior, senior, senior citizens. Like, it's cool that, like, we're living in that world where, like, them old dudes are still dropping albums, man. Even though some of them, like, the New Arazi shit isn't as great. It's just cool that they're still doing it. Um <coughs> the whole... Haven't had the whole
2: thing where you got fucking rock stars off of themselves that much anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a we had a bit of that a couple of years ago. Uh, it, but there's a lot of content believe that, you
2: know because 'cause two of those people weren't uh what what's his name from fucking Lincoln Park? He was depressed and had a battle with it. but then uh, what's his name? Oh he had no one, they, no one ever saw him as committing ever to commit suicide. But, uh what's his name? Chris Cornell. Yeah, he was. That was out of the blue that he committed suicide. Like, what? Why do you do that? There's a lot of things that some people were fucking. Because I think two of them were like with some group. You know, they they did. So they were with something. Um, oh, all that pizza gate shit. Yeah, I think something with that. Whatever the the child. Yeah. Bad things, crazy ass. diddlers and stuff. Those they, crazy things. They were trying. They were. They were people that were trying to. I guess they. They were part of the group that were trying to expose it. Wow, well, and they ended up. <laughs> but you know, they probably or they just did drugs and killed themselves. You know, they never know.
0: Never know. But yeah, it's weird that uh, you know we're 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 getting to the point where like death metal vocalists are going to be like seventy years old and still. Like, rrr, rrr, rrr. You know, that's crazy to it, think it's about. It's amazing how good some of them are still. It's, uh, just
2: getting my cigarettes. Yep. Uh, left electric cigarettes. Like Metallica. He actually they James Hetfield actually sounds different now. Because he's getting so old. God, yeah. they are old.
0: They are, man. The whole band is great. Fucking crazy. So yeah, Fear Factory Advance been around since like 1990, 1990. 92. When when did that when did Soul of a New Machine drop? Uh can't fucking remember, but mm-hmm. Around that time. Yeah, them dudes been around, and it's sad that old uh, Burton's left, but Burton, uh, around that same time, D-Manufacturer came out, he did the vocals, I don't know if he did the vocals on the full album, or a couple songs for the Geezer shit, GZR with uh, Geezer Butler's uh, solo album. I I need to pick that up, because that is on the Mortal Kombat soundtrack as well, the GZR with Burton C. Bell singing, and it sounds fucking badass. Uh, so I need to I need to find that old stuff, um, but man the, the album I love Recode and then it's cool like Recode starts off with this intro of like this guy like telling it's like a uh, yeah if you're listening to this you're part of the resistance yeah they
2: did the terminator thing. yeah <laughs>
0: man uh, fucking digging it and then Disruptor is awesome Aggression Continuum Purity I really like Purity's got some really nice melodies in there. And then fuel injected suicide machine. That was the first single that dropped uh, a couple months ago. I really dug it. Uh, Collapse. I like manufactured hope. Like monolith. End of the line. Man, uh, this whole album is great. It's awesome as fuck. Um, ju- they just give me everything I want. You you know what you're gonna expect. I mean, it's not any worse or any better than the best. Uh, Fear Factory. I don't play shit. with Static X. I always kind of. I
2: kind of lumped Static X with them too, because they had a lot of music that was kind of very that industrial metal, that electronic sound was a lot of their songs. And, well, we're not going to get that no more, because Wayne Static's dead, and just, you know, they're still making music, but it's, not, it's never going to be the same. Yeah. It's not going to be the same. And but Fear Factory's still around making music. Of course, you know, now with a different change-up now, it's might affect it drastically later on. But
0: Yeah. So I'll probably I, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what both parties eventually wind up doing. Definitely. Unless come, he comes back to record next
2: album and they do it in. Yeah.
0: Because they hard. broke up twice already before, uh, for a short period of time, <clears throat> so they've always been fighting with each other over shit. Uh, but this one feels a little more permanent. Um, because there's lawsuits going on and shit too. Like it's crazy. Um, but what would you rate Fear Factory? Solid like, 8. Solid 8, yeah. I'm, I'm dropping up a 9. Um, I can't give it a 10 because to me 10 is demanufacture and <clears throat> obsolete. Nah, but this this reaches it. That, the, this hits a lot of those same highs, but some of them just aren't as high as those. Like It's not any better than those, but it's not any worse than anything I've ever heard from them. Uh, but highly recommend it. Uh, this very well could be the final Fear Factory album. And if so, they went out on a bang. They put it out, they gave it their all. Oh. And the shit's awesome. The shit's good. So what do you guys think about the new Fear Factory album? Let us know, and we'll be back with the new Poppy EP. Alright, we are back. Me and Josh talking about the brand new Poppy EP she just dropped about two weeks ago called Eat. Um. Fucking. <clears throat> now, I've mentioned before uh, when we reviewed, um, I disagree. Uh, I'm a major Poppy fan, um, and I have been uh, since it was just weird YouTube videos. Uh, and then when I found out <clears throat> she was doing music, it wasn't until a little bit after uh, Poppy Dot Computer came out. So I went ahead and bought that. Uh, And I've been following her music side ever since. And I've loved the way her music has evolved. And now that, especially when when her album Am I a Girl dropped, and you get the, the song like Play Destroy and X that really throw down the mixture of the poppy thing and the metal stuff. I was loving it. I was like, damn, I'd like to hear a little more of this. And then she does a lot of that on uh, I Disagree that came out last year. Yeah, man. Concrete
2: was the one that really said, like, uh, I I think I remember saying that if she did an album just like this, kind of dial back the baby metal
0: quirkiness and just go full on metal, I'm like, oh, I'd be down for that. And... Pretty much, this EP uh, eats is full on metal. Yeah. yeah, like just except for that little one little jazz metal.
1: little part. That, cool little that, jazz That bit. was it. I love that, that bit. Was the, and it, it um, fits
0: just fine. It wasn't like quirkiness and says, say cheese and then. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, so like what I want to know is because uh, there's all this stuff with her and uh, her old producer, uh, that Titanic Saint Clair guy, uh, because he started with another girl uh, a couple years before for Poppy that was very similar with that weird platinum blonde look and the, uh, Well, it's probably what, it... monotone, but it didn't really take off, so he dropped that girl and then went with, uh, Poppy. And, but Poppy has since come out and talked about how abusive the dude was and how much of a, just an asshole, horrible person he is. So what I want to know is, because <clears throat> if you follow her musical style, uh... You start with bubble bath, and I really like bubble bath a lot. But it's a bubble gum pop. It is very, very pop, and um, but the song money is my jam. <laughs> uh, and then you get to poppy dot computer, which is like this weird internet pop. Um, and but then you get to am I a girl, and like the the pop side of it is a little smarter, not as not as. I don't want to say cringy. It's, it's not as bubble gummy. Yeah, no, it's that's a what little I'm more
2: adult. It, it was mo- um, more contemporary. It's more and, adult but, pop as opposed to that bubblegum
0: yeah. blonde cheerleader pop. Yeah. And that's when you get the song X and uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Play Destroy. You get a little more metal bits uh, sprinkled on. I am a- am I a girl? And uh, then you get the chokey EP which really is the precursor to the I Disagree sound, because you get, uh, scary, is a Scary Mask, which plays up the metal and the poppy sound even more, like on the X song, and then some more weird hip-hoppy weird tracks, uh, and then, boom, I Disagree happens, heavy on the metal side, just heavy on experimentation. Still uh, my favorite album of last year, Um, and I still jam it a lot today. It's more like like 60% metal, 40% poppy. Yeah, fucking wild, man. And now 99%. So we get a get a five-track EP. Get a five-track EP. And yeah, it's all metal, all the way metal, and just a little bit of a couple points when she does her poppy thing. Because man, I love the song. Eat the band that plays her music is phenomenal Uh, they are phenomenal musicians Uh, they are like we've mentioned the baby metal comparisons before uh, when you get like some of the baby metal stuff like their song uh, Tales of the Dynasties or Destinies uh, and you get it's a big prog metal epic uh, there's a lot of those vibes that I hear in Poppy's metal stuff uh, and so, the band she plays with are incredibly fucking talented, and they, um, on the song Eat, when, when it is, it, and this is another one, too, that we, we brought up, this, this album is, like, definitely gonna be part of this new metal resurgence that we're seeing. Um, yeah, because, like I said,
2: to me, this, these five songs sound like Kitty, Kitty Spit, and Jack Off Jills, Clear Hearts, and Grey Flowers. Yeah, there's a lot of those
0: vibes all over this little EP. Some of the early, good female new metal music. Yeah, like, the, you get the goth vibe of Jack Off Jill, you get the new metal vibe of Kitty, um, and her screams are so good for somebody... I You know, five years ago, watching a weird Poppy video, I would have never expected her to be such a badass screamer. You know, I would have never expected that, and... uh I think it's cool as hell. I think it's cool as hell. Her screams are are impeccable. It's really good. It's like she's really fucking good at all the stuff that she does. Well, art- artistic. It's a note.
2: She actually's doing a note. It's not just some yeah. Garble I mean, just it, it, sh- her just screaming, making a you know female screaming
0: sound. It's melodic. It has a a, a tone and a note to it. Yeah, the track really e, well when uh, when it gets into the uh, the main bit of the song and you've got that sweet ass bass going and fucking she's doing her you know it's like that that is such a new metal thing and it's the new metal that I got into you know I've talked a lot of shit about new metal but I I mostly talk shit about how the mainstream focused on the shitty side of new metal when there was a lot of good shit in new metal that just kind of came for a minute, and then got swept under the rug when all the bullshit got popular. Uh, and this is playing a lot of the, the new metal stuff that I really liked, I like the what Static Q. X vibe. Oh, the song um, Q went... With the fucking
2: harmonics. Mm-hmm. With that fucking slow breakdown. Yeah. That's something that's very reminiscent. And they
0: throwing a cool jazz bit with this a fucking, like piano, Charlotte. And, um, like I said, I'm, I'm always going to keep going back to fucking... Spit, and it reminds me of Spit, it reminds me of Clear Hearts, Um, it's just, it's
2: that type, it's exactly what style the new metal that was back then, and one that kind of came and went very fast, especially for females, when everyone, every other band, there was hardly no female new metal that were remotely on the radar, other than Kitty, who came with one album and then disappeared, and they were gone as fast as they showed up. And Jack Off Jill was still relatively underground, and unknown. It was just more of a yeah. Jack Off Jill did
0: those two albums and
2: left. Yeah, it's, uh, you either knew who she was
0: and had listened to the albums, or you just never heard of them before. Yeah. And I found I found out about Jack Off Jill through Marilyn Manson, um, and and shit. Uh, but yeah, so Q uh, Q kicks fucking ass when he gets into that melody, like the the melodic bit part where she's singing like that's a straight up poppy style right there with the metal and the uh, the melodic singing bit like it reminds me of the song x in a lot of ways and a lot of the stuff I've, i disagree um but q throws in that badass jazz moment and it's just heavy and the screams are so big on that track um and then Breeders, man, Breeders, I love Breeders. And then Dark, Dark World. Like, this whole EP is only 14 minutes and 24 seconds long, and it is a fun 14 minutes. And, uh, like, it is, it all the way through, I enjoy the shit out of this. Just like, the last, like, there, there's not any Poppy I really dislike anyway. I don't really play Poppy dog Computer that much, and I'll turn Bubble Bath on to hear Low Life and, uh uh, money, most of the time, but, uh, fucking this right here, man, I wonder where she's gonna go, because just a couple months ago, she dropped the Christmas EP, A Very Poppy Christmas, and it's very, it's got a very indie rock vibe to it, like, there's no metal stuff, there's not even really any pop kind of stuff, and so I wonder where she's gonna go, is this EP her just getting... Some more metal out before she goes back even. to pop. Well, not back to pop necessarily, but more experimental for the next album. Like, no, I want to do. I would. I'd rather a whole other album, just more metal. Yeah, more I, can see, metal. I can see the next full album having a lot of the metal stuff, but a lot of different weird shit too. Like, I, I see it being similar to I disagree, but maybe even moving shit. Forward, like raising the bar even higher, Uh, because this right here, this shit's raising the bar, man. Um, Poppy's getting better and better at at all of her stuff, and I'm digging the shit out of it. And I'm wondering, you know, like when I mentioned with the with the Titanic Sinclair shit, how much control I want to know did he have over her earlier sound, versus uh, because a lot of the I disagree stuff really feels like her uh, venting frustrations and shit about that motherfucker, um, so I wonder, how much control did he have over the, the bubble bath and Poppy Dot Computer, uh, and when did she artistically break free and, and start, cause like right now, you know, with this and I disagree, that's definitely, you know, I guess in a way like the real Poppy, I guess, uh, but, fucking, with maybe, uh, I Am a, am I a Girl, uh, being sort of both, like, her trying to break free, but him trying to keep a little bit of control, because I know he still had shit to do on the I Disagree album, too, I believe. I might be wrong, but, uh, a lot of the I Disagree shit is, is a lot of frustrations towards him, the in, uh, industry, and all that bullshit, uh, and, and... Ever since then, she's just been doing badass shit. Like, she did the badass cover. uh, Well, I would say it's badass, but it's already a badass song. Anyway, uh, her cover of uh, Tattoos, All the Things She Said, she did a good cover of that. Which almost sounds identical to the original. Uh, But then her cover, what Jack Ops Jill song did she cover uh, not too long ago? Uh... Hmm. It's, down. it's on. It's oh. on.
2: You might know, but you probably know better than me, because I said, I'm not a big poppy.
0: Okay. Oh, Jack, oh, here we go.
2: Ah. Where's from? Ah, uh, Cinnamon Witch. That's the most poppy song on. On that album would be Cinnamon Witch. Yeah, which track, track? Which track was it? I'm gonna type this in real quick. I need to find out. Cinnamon, witch Cinnamon Spider. That's, That's what I was thinking. Damn boy. Right. I was thinking Witch Hunt.
0: Fear of dying. Oh, fear of dying. Yeah. Is that on this one? That is on that one, yeah. Yeah, she did a damn good cover of Fear of Dying, and uh, and then when we get to, uh, I think it's Dark World, Dark Dark World or whatever on this EP, that one has a heavy, uh, heavy jack-off joke. Oh, hey. uh, absolutely, because
2: all the slow songs on this EP, which we'll just those two, are this, and the rest of them are Charlotte and Kitty. Yeah.
0: Very Jack off Jill sounding. Such a great fucking album. Yeah, Jack off Jill. Love, Jill, love this album. Ass. I still gotta check out her other band, uh, Jessica's She's band, probably. Scarling. She's I still gotta check <laughs> that shit out. See, but, uh, That's
2: how sex is that. There's a male person in this band. Why is he not there?
0: <laughs> ah. Hell no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, I, uh, now what Red does annoy me is, you know, she didn't really, you know, I don't know, uh, all I got to say is, when she does another full album, it better be on CD. Uh, I know Choke she's she just was on them, CD. She's pulling a Miley Cyrus, though. Choke wasn't on CD, uh, but I believe there were cassette tapes, but this, uh, the EAT, I actually have the cassette tape of that pre-ordered. It's supposed to be coming toward the end of July. Um but, so it's going to go up there, you know, next to the Poppy Christmas. But, I mean, damn, you know, give give the CD guys a little, something too, you know, come on. Um, but, I'm going to be dropping money on Because, look, I I, I pre-ordered set tape, and then I dropped $5 for the digital EP. So, I mean, she's getting money. <laughs> she, yeah, I'm, I'm dropping money on artists I like. Uh, But this album, now when it comes to EPs, I rate them 1 through 5, because it's not a full album, it's a half album. Um, It is something to keep your, it's an appetizer for what's to come. It gives you a chance to experiment, and and see, and test the waters, and see if your fans want to hear this other shit. Uh, It's also an outlet to be like, you know, we don't have a fucking album's worth of shit, but we have an EP's worth of shit, check it out. You know, it's also a teaser of, like, here's some of the stuff we've been working on. Would you guys like us to continue this way? Like, there, there are so many benefits to an EP. Uh, and I, I hate to say it, but EPs do get sort of swept under the rug, overlooked a lot. But EPs have, all, all the time, EPs have great shit on them. Well, it depends if it's going to be, if these are
2: just the singles from the main album, or... Yeah, that's it, another thing. At that when, Sometimes you never know what's your, Sometimes they can be... Literally, it's just... Every one of them is going to be on the new album. It's, it's the just...
0: network did that. Uh, Green Day's other band, the network, they, they released EP with, like, four or five tracks, and then, like, a couple months later, dropped the full album, and it had those tracks on there. So I feel bad for the motherfuckers who spent $6 for those five fucking tracks, and then had to fucking... Buy the full album that had all of those on there. I
2: did exactly the same. Not like yeah, not that they were different versions or a remix version either. Right now that annoys
0: me because me, but I I, I, I listened to the EP. I means that Zach listened to the EP, but we were like, no. Nah. And then we reviewed it. We were like, we we even said like, don't buy the EP yet. Wait to see what the track listing of the album looks like before you decide to drop any cash on that EP. And then <sighs> the the album actually we we. Uh, when we were getting ready to post the video, the album dropped. We were like, fuck it, we'll just talk about the full album now. And I don't think we ever got around to it. But, I, like, when you get to certain EPs, like, the biggest EP in the world, easily, is Jar of Flies from uh, Alice in Chains. Uh, you know, EPs are, are fantastic. I really do. Like, little half albums. Like, in some bands, some artists treat EPs like a full album. Like, when I see P drops an EP, uh... That bitch is, is album length. 30 to 40 minutes long, 12 to 13 tracks. It's like, no, this is an album. This is not an EP. Uh, it's very substantial EP, if you will. But uh, an EP, this, this is a nice, quick poppy fix. That's what this is. Um, and I, it says it's soundtrack to NXT. I guess that's some WWE shit. Because uh, she's been doing some WWE shit. And I don't know. I haven't seen any of it because I haven't watched wrestling since the Attitude Era. So, uh... Wrong Jones. <laughs> but uh, shit. What do you rate it? So I said one through five for a half album. Five so then. Yeah. Five all the way. Five all the way. That's, That's fucking. It's it. Awesome. Yeah, I it, love it. It comes in. It's quick. Gives you what it's you memorable. need. Gives you what you want. Yeah, it's it's definitely very memorable. memorable. Definitely memorable, all the way through. Um, brings back <clears throat> nostalgic feelings for music we grew up with, and also well, two of the best female bands
2: that are in the genre of that the style of music. Two, two definite favorites, yeah. Two, yeah, my I absolute mean, favorite. Yeah, a lot of
0: her shits remind reminds me of Bikini Kill. A lot of her shit reminds me a lot of the whole Riot Girl shit. You know, I mean, Babes in Toyland, fucking uh, Bikini Kill, Daisy Chainsaw kind of shit. Um, and, you know, I, li- I like I like this new uh, Poppy phase. Um, but we'll see what's, what she winds up doing next. Uh, definite 5 out of 5 for me, uh, EP-wise. What do you guys think of that new Poppy EP? Um, shit, let us know, and we'll talk to you guys later.